If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. This piece is written by Mariam Barguti and is published at MondoWeiss.net. On Thursday, January 26, Israeli forces invaded Janine refugee camp and killed nine Palestinians in what became called by the residents of the camp a massacre. Later that day, 22-year-old Yusuf Abdelakrim Musain became the 10th Palestinian killed when he was shot by Israeli forces in Al-Ram near Ramallah. On Friday, Palestinians responded. Throughout Friday, Palestinians across historic Palestine rose in protests. These confrontations were driven by the massacre in Janine specifically and the routine provocations from Israeli settlers, intelligence, armed forces engaged in the illegal annexation of the little which remains of the West Bank. The day culminated with five armed shooting operations carried out across the West Bank Friday night, including one in the Israeli settlement of Nev Yaakov in occupied East Jerusalem, which resulted in the death of at least seven Israeli settlers. At dawn hours on Friday, the holiest day of the week for Muslim worshippers, tens of thousands of Palestinians in Jerusalem and hundreds in Hebron performed dawn prayers at Al-Aqsa Mosque and the Ibrahim Mosque, respectively. There is a danger, Jalal Abu Qadr, a writer from Jerusalem, tells Mondawais. We feel Al-Aqsa is being taken over and this isn't in our head, he emphasized. This is very real, where we're losing our last place of sovereignty in Jerusalem. The act of collective prayer in these specific areas has become a defiant act of resistance amid the continued settler invasions and police violence witnessed in the Al-Aqsa compound in Jerusalem's old city and settler military attacks in Hebron's old city, where more than 800 settlers live, protected by Israeli forces. In Jerusalem, Palestinians rose in chants in support of Janin, and the resistance from Gaza in light of the continued repression and targeting of Palestinians. Being frequently present there in this place allows us to remain attached to it, Abu Qadr explained. It's a common place for many people in the world, but it's a personal space for us in Jerusalem. Indeed, on January 3 of this year, the extremist right-wing minister of interior, Itamar Ben-Giver, entered Al-Aqsa compound in a provocation attempt that mirrored the former Israeli Prime Minister Ariel Sharon's entry to the compound in September of 2000. Sharon's entry sparked the second Palestinian uprising. Today, Nafisa Kuais, a Palestinian elder known in the old city as a guardian of Al-Aqsa, was arrested and escorted out by a group of armed border police. In Arabic, the civilians which remain in the Aqsa compound in order to protect it and maintain Palestinian presence in the holy place of worship are known as Marabitin, which means the guardians who station against aggression. In a similar effort, Palestinians in Hebron are often denied entry to the Ibrahim Mosque. 
This became policy after the 1994 massacre by the Israeli-American settler Baruch Goldstein, who, with the support of the Israeli military, entered the mosque at dawn prayers and opened fire on worshippers, killing 29 Palestinians. Goldstein is still celebrated by settlers in Hebron in an annual ceremony. Last year was a record year for settler violence and Palestinian displacement. At dawn on Friday, however, the streets of Hebron's old city were full of Palestinians who shared food and bread, bringing life to the streets, which, once vibrant, had become a ghost town. Going to pray there is a political act in and of itself, and that's why it's important, Abu Qatar elaborated. Friday morning and afternoon were full of protests and confrontations against Israeli violence and persistent settler expansion. In the West Bank, Yusuf Abdelkarim Mussein's funeral procession moved from Ramallah Hospital compound on Friday morning, headed towards his town of Al-Ram, where he was buried. Videos of the final farewell to Mussein show his friends and community members throwing themselves over his body as they prepare to lay him to rest. Confrontations ensued in Al-Ram following the funeral, with youth hurling stones at Israeli forces who threw tear gas, live ammunition, and stun grenades at the demonstrators. Israeli soldiers also prevented journalists from covering the demonstrations and Mussein's funeral procession. More protests occurred near military stations, settlements, and checkpoints in villages and towns around Jericho, Nablus, Kalkilia, Ramallah, Hebron, and Jerusalem, where Israeli armed forces responded with force. From Kufur Nima to Janine, we are a united people which does not die, the chants echoed in the small village of Kufur Nima, 13 kilometers northwest of Ramallah. Across the demonstrations, various factional flags were carried, signaling the continued growth of unification across the country. On Friday evening, Palestinian citizens of Israel in Umm el-Fahim and Haifa also organized protests against the massacre in Janine. Raise your voice, protesters chanted in Haifa. Raise, raise again the sound of the chants. They continued as Israeli police attempted to break apart the group. Two Palestinians were arrested in Umm al-Fahim and at least three in Haifa, according to local news sources. Palestinians in the Gaza Strip also denounced the massacre in Janine and joined in protests which broke out late Thursday evening. Dozens of Palestinians protested near the imposed Israeli border near Khan Yunus City, south of the Strip, while hundreds of Palestinians in Al-Baraj refugee camp in central Gaza also joined protests and burned tires. Quote, Security coordination with the government of the occupation is no longer an open consideration, the Palestinian Authority's presidential office spokesperson, Nabil Abu Radeni, said in a statement following Thursday's Israeli raid on Janine. The Palestinian Authority, PA, has historically threatened to cut security ties with Israel, but continued in arresting Palestinians on behalf of Israel, as witnessed in last year's mass crackdown on the lion's den. The armed resistance group operating out of the old city in Nablus, as well as the intensified arrests of dozens of politically active youth across the West Bank. In an emergency meeting, the Palestinian Authority called for accountability through the International Criminal Court, 
by adding the most recent massacre in Janine to the criminal file against Israeli human rights violations. In addition, the PA called for an immediate intervention through the UN Security Council under its seventh charter with respect to acts of aggression. On behalf of the presidential office, Abu Radine had also called on all national movements to meet to agree on a collective national vision for confronting the Israeli assault. While the Palestinian Authority denounced the massacre in Janine following an emergency meeting, Palestinian factions in Gaza responded to the massacre by firing rockets towards Ashkelon, according to local media. The attack was conducted by the Palestinian Islamic Jihad, PIJ, which is also connected to the armed resistance groups operating from Janine refugee camp. Between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. on Friday, Israeli warplanes began bombing several locations affiliated to the Palestinian factions in Al-Maghazi refugee camp, located in central Gaza, as well as Bayat Hanun, located north of Gaza. No casualties were reported. The resistance in Gaza is doing its duties in defending our people in Gaza, Hazem Qasem, the spokesperson for Hamas, said in a statement. The armed wing of Hamas, Al-Qassam brigades, had emphasized that Israeli warplanes will be confronted by anti-aircraft and ground-to-air defense. More Palestinian factions announced their support for an armed Palestinian response to the massacre in Janine. The leftist political group, the Palestinian Front for the Liberation of Palestine, PFLP, also denounced the massacre against Palestinians in Janine and noted that Palestinian factions in Gaza have the right to respond accordingly. The coming weeks will witness more Israeli escalation against our people due to the Israeli fascist government practices and laws that target Palestinians in all Palestine and the Palestinian prisoners, a spokesperson for the PFLP, Jamel Mezer, said on Friday. Mezer also predicted that March and April will likely see an increase in provocative Israeli actions due to the Jewish holiday calendar, as holidays often coincide with increased attacks on Palestinians in the West Bank and Jerusalem. As protests were quelled by Israeli police and military on Friday evening, Palestinian armed resistance activities across the West Bank and occupied Jerusalem erupted. At approximately 8.15 p.m., a shooting attack occurred by the illegal Israeli settlement of Nev Yaakov near East Jerusalem. The shooting resulted in the killing of at least seven Israeli settlers and injuring at least three, according to Israeli police reports. Escaping towards Beit Hanina, one of the last remaining Palestinian towns in East Jerusalem, the Palestinian man who carried out the shooting was followed by Israeli police and killed in a shootout. According to local sources, the attacker had used a handgun to carry out the armed attack. The man was later identified by Israeli police as Al-Kam Kairi, 21, from Shufat refugee camp north of Jerusalem. Israeli National Security Minister Itamar Ben-Giver and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu both made statements at the scene of the attack. Ben-Giver pledged to, quote, arm more and more citizens, while Netanyahu called the attack one of the worst we have seen in recent years. The Netanyahu government's cabinet will reportedly meet tomorrow to discuss a response. Between 6 and 9 p.m. on Friday, a total of five armed resistance operations were carried out across various military targets in the West Bank. Armed Palestinians targeted Beit Farik military checkpoint east of Nablus, Ofir military detention camp west of Ramallah, 
Beit Umar military tower near the illegal settlement Karmait Sur, northwest of Hebron, while the Jalame checkpoint northeast of Janine was targeted with a homemade explosive device, according to local sources. In addition to this, Palestinian youth threw Molotov cocktails at Israeli military towers located near Al-Arub refugee camp in Hebron, while resistance fighters shot at Israeli military planes flying over Kabatiyah and Jaba, south of Janine. Following the operation in Jerusalem, Palestinians across the West Bank, Gaza, and Jerusalem went to the streets in celebration. The day of protest and retribution followed the massacre in Janine, which brought the number of Palestinians killed in the first three weeks of 2023 to 32 Palestinians. Due in part to Israel's military assault on the West Bank launched in the spring of last year, dubbed Operation Break the Wave, 2022 was the deadliest year for Palestinians since the UN began documenting killings in 2005. In the past two years, 557 Palestinians have been killed by settlers or Israeli forces. If you want to check out back episodes of People Are Revolting, just go to peoplearerevolting.com. You can also follow on Twitter at peoplerevolting. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening. A sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it. <laughs>